I'm pulling out of the parking lot. We all know what that means. It's time for the drive to work. And I dropped off my son at camp. Okay, so I'm in the middle of a series talking about all of the colors uh, and letting them speak in their own words to tell you what they think and how they feel and what their philosophy is and how they think about the other colors. Um, so we are up to red. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to hand this over to red and then I'll let Red talk to you guys. So, okay, Red, it's all yours. Thank you, Mark. Hey, everybody, it is Red. Okay, so I'm excited to be here. Um, so one of the things that I want to start with is I think a lot of people, there's some misconceptions about me, and so I want to really start by, by talking about that a little bit. I think a lot of people like to think of me as being the dumb color, the color that just flies off the handle and has no self-control. Um, and that, that's not at all the case. So let, let me talk a little bit about what is the point of life? The point of life is to experience it, right? It's to enjoy it. You know, the point of life is to live it. And one of the things that I firmly believe is that you, people are the best monitors of what they need. That people are sort of built um, to have, to, people are like, one of the cool things about the way people are made is it tells them when it is missing something or it needs something. The body actually is very efficient at sort of talking about what it needs. And that mostly my whole philosophy in life is saying, look, there's something, you, that really communicates what you need. Just listen to it. I mean, listen to it and act on it. Um, and that... You know, if you are lonely or you're sad or mad or whatever, whatever the emotion that you're feeling is, it is, it is informing you what it is that you need. And really, my whole sort of philosophy in general is about just staying in touch with who you are, about listening to yourself. You know, like, if the point of life is to live a life fulfilled, is to live a happy life, well... Why wouldn't you listen to the one person that knows what you would need to be fulfilled? And that is, that is you. That person is you. Um, I mean, I'll be talking about other colors in, in, in a second. Um, but something I know Black talks a lot about, I, I'll pick up a little bit, because I, I, I definitely agree there, is that um, I do believe that it is important to have everybody have somebody look out for them. And, and, and Black and I agree on this. And who better to look out for you? Who better to sort of prioritize your needs than you. I mean, you, and, and the major reason, and Black goes a little different than me, but you literally have the clues of what you need. Your body is so good at telling you what it needs. You know what I'm saying? If you're hungry, it'll say it's hungry. If you're tired, it'll say it's sleepy. If you're mad, it'll say it's angry. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of the problems in life come from people not listening to themselves. It's like, oh, I'm angry, but I'm just going to, I'm going to keep that within. And here's the thing. Your body will find a way, you know, you can't bottle up your emotions. They will come out. Um, the difference is, do you release them at a time of your choosing or a time of not your choosing? And what I'm saying is if you're angry, I'm not saying, by the way, I mean, one of the things I think that people like to label me is as, as if I just have poor impulse control. Um, you know, like if you're angry, I'm not saying you have to go hit somebody. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that might not be the right cause. I'm not, you know, I mean, there are times and places maybe where you want to hit somebody. Um, but the point is, look, 
really what I'm saying is, oh, I'm frustrated or angry, whatever. How do I deal with that emotion? And there's many ways to deal with that emotion. You know what I'm saying? Um, some people, I mean, that's the big thing about my thought in general is, I am saying that when you have an impulse, that means it's something you need to address and talk to. It's something you need to understand. Now, the other thing that I think people, and this maybe it just has to do with the game, is people seem to think my emotions are this very thin range from like being a little bit annoyed to being full out furious. Um, and anger, look, I'm, anger is a part of life. You do feel anger. There's a lot of frustrations. I'm not saying that that's not part of it. But I, I think because the game focuses a little bit more on combat, that it tends to take some of the more active stuff. Um, but you have a wide range of emotions. And it's not even emotions. Like I said, hunger isn't even an emotion. You should listen to it. Um, mostly what I'm saying is listen to your body, listen to your mind. You know, it is communicating with you and telling you what it needs. And now, the other thing is, okay, so like people like to sort of portray me as I'm the dumb color. I'm not the dumb color. Um, it is not unintelligent to take care of yourself. It's not unintelligent to understand what it is you need and act on those needs. Like, for example, let's say I'm really upset. Okay, well, let's get to the root of why I'm upset. And then let's deal with that. Now, maybe the correct answer is I'm supposed to go running. Or maybe I'm supposed to punch a punching bag. Or maybe the right answer actually is hitting somebody. I'm not, I'm not trying to put judgments there. You know what I'm saying? Like, what exactly is going on? What situation are you in? And then how do you deal with the situation? My whole point, though, is if you just bottle it up, if you don't address it, if you don't think about it, I mean, I am not the one advocating chaos, as people like to believe. Um, I'm the one saying, look, if you don't deal with things, it will come out. And then, if it comes out of time not of your choosing, that's the chaos. You know what I'm saying? This idea that if I just withhold everything and never acknowledge anything I'm feeling, that somehow that's going to lead to a better end state. No. No, it's not. And what I'm saying is, if I'm frustrated or angry or whatever, or if I'm sad or I'm in love or whatever, whatever, there's lots of emotions. Not all of them are negative. There's lots of positive emotions. You know, passion is very red. Um, I am about living in the moment of understanding what it is you want so that you can be happy. Um, and uh, the other thing that people like to... People like to frame me as if I make all my decisions somehow on a random whim and just I create chaos in my wake. And that is not so. I mean, I'll talk about my enemies in a second. And they, they really like to frame me as if I'm some dangerous, you know, wild color. And I'm not. I'm not. My point of what I'm saying today and my general philosophy is... In order to be fulfilled, in order to live a, a happy life, you need to address what is going on. And if you are happy, great. If you are sad, you need to know that. If you're angry, you need to know that. And you need to deal with it. I, I'm the color of saying you need to deal with what is going on. You need... I, I'm Interestingly, like I, I'm portrayed as being like the, you know... Uh, I'm portrayed as being this wild, never care about anything color, when in respect, the reality is I'm the color that most is in tune with addressing my, my needs, you know? And there's nothing, the, the idea that I, I'm not supposed to address my own needs, you know what I'm saying? Like, one of the things that white loves to do is like, oh, just, 
both white and blue. My two enemies are both all about suppression. Well, okay. Well, well, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to, let me talk about my allies first. I'll get to my enemies. Uh, but when we get to my enemies, you'll see a theme of suppression. We'll get there in a second. Okay. So let me talk about, I, I talked about black just a little bit. The thing I like about black is black is the one other color that looks inward and says, look, before you can deal with the, the world around you, you first have to deal inward because you are not valuable to other people until you are at place. I know, I know the example that Black gives is the, uh, the oxygen mask falling. Um, and I mean, I, I, I do believe that the idea is part of mental health is you need to take care of yourself and that before you can be of value to other people, you need to be in tune with yourself and happy with yourself. Um, and this idea that somehow repression or suppression or just ignoring what you're feeling, like that somehow the way to make things better flies in the face of everything we know about psychology, flies in the face of what we know about, about physiology. Like your body, if your body is hungry, it's not going to give up till it gets food. If your body is tired, it's not going to give up till it goes to sleep. You know, your body needs things and it will give you strong messaging that it needs it. So it's the correct answer to go, I'm hungry. I guess I, get, I just ignore that. Or the best answer is to go, okay, I need to deal with it. Like the whole idea that I'm tra- talking about is there are problems that come up. You need to understand and address the problems, not ignore the problems. You know what I'm saying? Like I, 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 I'm really portrayed as kind of this out of touch color that isn't paying attention when the reverse is, is the most true. I'm the most paying attention. I'm the one that says, oh, let's not ignore this. Let's address this. Let's look within and address it. Um, and I mean... The reality of life is that the regret of what you don't do, the, the, the opportunities missed, will gnaw at you till the end of time. But if you try something and you fail, then you're like, okay, I tried it. I tried it. I didn't succeed. Okay, I can move on. But if you don't try something because you think you, you can't do it, or if you never sort of put in, that, that doubt, it just gnaws at you for the rest of your life. Well, what would have happened if I had tried that? You know what I'm saying? And living a life of, of what could have been, that, and there's no way to undo that. If I have an opportunity to do something, I pass on it, 10 years from now, I can't go back and do that opportunity. I mean, I, in few, sometimes I can, but often I can't. Often I miss the window where I'm able to do something. And that, I don't want people sort of, I mean, you are the, the result of, of the actions of what you live, of your life. And so what I'm saying is, understand that, look around. Like, the way that Black and I connect is this idea that it's okay to look within first. That it's okay to use within as a guide to figure out how to live life. Because you're living in your body. You're seeing the world through your eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like, something that people have to understand is the world, each person sees the world differently. And you have to acknowledge how you see the world. Like, it's crazy to go, well, I'm just seeing the same world everybody else is. But you're not. You're living your life and your experience through your physicality. You know what I'm saying? And that one of the things is you first have to understand yourself and your life and your biases before you can understand other people. Now, another thing that people love is like, I'm a loner. Like, I don't care about other people. I call, nobody cares more about other people. I am very passionate and very much. If you are a friend, you are a friend for life. If you are a family, you know, the... I will go to the wall to help you. You know what I'm saying? I, there is nobody more loyal than me. I'm very loyal. 
Um, and I very much will make decisions based on the needs of other people. I mean, I know people like to see me as selfish, but I am, I'm very passionate. I can be very passionate about my friends, very passionate about my colleagues, very passionate about groups that I belong to. Um, you know, I have, I, there's no color that has more compassion than me. I feel things. I mean, the other thing is all the colors feel things, but I listen to the feelings. I listen to what's going on. When I'm empathetic, when somebody else is suffering, I can feel it because I'm in tune. I'm in tune with my emotions. And I know people want to use emotions sometimes like it's a bad, I'm emotional. That's not a bad thing. Listening to your emotions, addressing your emotions, coming in grips with your emotions, like being well-adjusted. I'm not sure why that's the wild, chaotic thing to do. I'm the well-adjusted color. I'm the one that's actually listening and, and addressing and dealing with what's going on. Um, and that's one thing that, that, that Black and I see eye, eye to eye is that you've got to look within. Before you look without. Not that you don't look without. Um, but you first look within. Um, the word green and I tend to overlap is... One of the things that is very true is there are a lot of primal forces in the world. There are a lot of things that you don't control. And green really understands that. That you are not in complete control. Black is a little more of a control freak than, uh, than green is. You know, black wants to try to control everything. And green goes, look, there's things I don't control. That's just the way it is. And I get that. I get that. You know what I'm saying? That there are forces in the universe that are not so tidy. I mean, I I know, you know, especially when you get to to white and blue, they want everything somehow all neat and tied up and, you know, and they don't like the messiness of reality. Um, But part of living life, part of being true to who you are, is acknowledging that life gets messy. Acknowledging that there's not always simple answers. Acknowledging that there are just forces at play that you need to deal with. Um, For example, let's say you have some tragedy in your life that you need to deal with. You need to deal with it. You You need to come to grips and understand what's going on. And if you don't do that, like, one of the realities is this idea that if I ignore things or don't acknowledge things, that then those things somehow don't matter or don't happen, you know? I mean, it's kind of funny for all the talk that Blue has about how it cares about information, it ignores the most important information was within. You know, Blue's all stoic and, like, don't give in to emotion. Well, hey, Mr. I pay attention to information, how about the information coming within, as if somehow that's, that's the un- outside, that's important within, what does that matter, you know? And that um, a lot of what I'm saying, and a lot, we're, we're Green and I have a lot of um, overlap, is the idea that, look, you got to stay true to your nature, your internal nature. And that sometimes you have to act in a way, like this idea that, well, we live in a society where you just can never hit somebody. And I'm like, look, there are times people do something where the correct answer is actually to hit them. I'm not advocating I'm not advocating violence. I'm not saying that violence is always the answer, but the idea that violence is never the answer is just naive, right? Um, you know, there are times in which like one of the things that I believe is you need to have you need to leave open opportunities and say, look, there's I need to do what needs to get done in the moment to make sure that things happen. And that um, the thing that Green and I, I, I think, really get is the idea of, look, in the moment, like, 
the reason I'm big on impulses in general is what an impulse is, is mental muscle memory. Like for example, if you exercise and you learn to do something, you start training your body physically to do things. You know, the reason that I can walk and not think about right foot, left foot, right foot is I do it enough that my body kind of knows it. Like, okay, let me know where you're going. I'll get you there. You don't have to, con- you don't have to consciously think every moment about how to move your feet. You've, you've mastered walking. Um, and to me, impulse is kind of uh, a mental version of that. Look, you've dealt with this. You understand it. Instead of having to mentally work your way through it, I will shortcut it for you. I will get you, you know, and that impulses are just, you've learned this over time. Let me help you shortcut. Impulses aren't a bad thing. Impulses are an evil thing. Imp- you know what I'm saying? Impulses are just, I've learned things over time that allow me to shortcut. You know, and this idea like somehow, you know, muscle memory is a bad thing or, or, or just mental shortcuts in general. I mean, the way, the brain is an amazing thing and the way it works is it learns and it adjusts. And this idea that you're supposed to like just not like, one of the things I find most interesting is that you spend all this time and energy learning. Like, Blue is so big on learning. Okay, well, your body learns things. Your mind learns things. And then it acts on that information. And that information is valuable. Why you would ignore it? Like, why, why Mr. Or not, or why, why Blue, the color of information, would like, here's information that you've you've collected over many years of doing something to help you fine-tune and get the right answer. Just ignore that. Just push it down. You know what I'm saying? That That is crazy to me. Anyway, um, okay, so what don't I like about black and green? Um, black looks within. My biggest problem with black is that black is a little bit too much of a control freak, little too much about... Um, black is a little bit more me, me, me than I, I, I normally am, and... It wants to sort of control everything. And part of what I believe is you need to learn to go with the flow. You need to learn to accept that you can't affect everything. And that part of being happy in life is learning when you can affect things and when you can't affect things. And, and, and that's just, I mean, mostly what I'm saying is good mental health. That my color philosophy is good mental health. Why other people demonize me for that, whatever, good mental health. It is good to understand what you're feeling, why you're feeling it, address those feelings, and understand what you can and cannot change. Um, my issue with green is that green um, green sometimes prioritizes other things. I mean, green is very instinctual, I like that, but sometimes green is sort of like, uh, it gets into the greater good a little bit of, of the, the community, and it sometimes will make decisions that aren't the best for itself, you like, are, that aren't individually the best decision. That it's sort of like, well, um, you know, and, and Green really sort of toes this line of, um, well, maybe I should do this. Like, I'm, I, I'm not against, I'm not against doing things for other people. I'm not against looking out for the needs of, of those. But you got to think about how they apply to you. Like, if me helping somebody will help them and not harm me and not cause me problems. Like, I, I, I'm not this big believer of I help other people at, at, my, at my own sake. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm supposed to be mentally unfit because I'm helping somebody else. Like, I, I need to look after myself and then look after other people. But green, and you can see some of White's influence here, is this idea that I'm supposed to somehow sacrifice my own well-being for other people. And I, I don't believe in that. 
I believe in helping other people, but not at, not at your expense, not at hurting yourself. Like you need a balance so you can help people. And I think you're more dangerous not being balanced. I think you're, you're more, you know, I, I think we'll talk about white in a second, but white really paints me as is like loose cannon. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Being aware of what you need and what you're feeling and addressing those things is way less dangerous than just not addressing them. I'm just going to hold everything in and who knows when it's going to come out. How's that? That's not safer. You know, that, that's, that's more chaotic. Uh, I'm just going to hold things in. Who knows when it's going to come out? You know, that, anyway. Okay, so let's talk about blue and white. Um, so white, let me talk about control freaks. Uh, white and blue are both control freaks to a certain extent. Um, here, here's my issue with white. Um, or actually, to start with white, start with blue. I'll, I'll start with white. Um, white really has this whole belief that somehow life is better if there's lots of rules. That somehow the reason people aren't happy is they don't know what to do. And if you tell them what to do, then they'll be happier. That's, you know, white, white, white has this whole, like, um, you know, you... White wants you to believe that if you... If you're just... So white is a big believer that the way to sort of be at peace with yourself is that you're always helping other people. You know, white's really big and like, well, you don't have to help yourself. Just constantly be helping other people and then the good of helping other people should just make you okay. Um, and there's just idea that like you have no internal needs whatsoever. Like just address everybody else. You know, just take any needs you have and push them down and the road, the, the, the route to happiness is just helping everybody else. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm not against helping other people, but I'm ignoring your needs and your wants and your desires does not, does not, historically speaking, lead to happiness. It can, I mean, I think white is really into denial. You know, white is in, well, maybe if I'm unaware of good things that can happen, I won't want those good things. And that, that's, I don't know, the best I get out of white. I mean, like, white is sort of like, well, if I just deprive myself of the pleasures of life, then I'm less likely to want the pleasures of life, I think. I think that's where white's going. Um, but the problem is, well, twofold. One is, <coughs> you need this idea that you can just ignore your own needs and they'll, they'll eventually go away is not true. I mean, let's look at psychology. It's not true. That if you suppress your own needs, they just bubble up until the point they overwhelm you. Um, and and this idea that, I mean, I do believe that helping other people can bring you happiness. But it has to come from a place where you choose to help them. You know what I'm saying? Where it, it's, I understand what's going on with me and right now the thing I want to do is help other people. That's fine. I'm not against helping other people. But not helping other people at the expense of helping yourself? You know, the idea that, like, you matter last? That's just, you know, I mean, like, so White's really big on, on order and chaos. Like, White is so orderly, and I'm, I'm just so chaotic, and who knows what will happen if Red's in charge? And I'm like, that's just so far from the truth. Like, White is all about sort of um, repression 
and just ignoring basic needs that you have on this, on this kind of naive idea that if I distract you with needs of others that you'll just think of them and not think of yourself. But guess what? You live in your body. Like, this idea that if I feed other people, I won't get hungry, that's simply not true. You know, I mean, and if you can see on the physical part of it, like, you do have to feed yourself. This idea of, well, I just feed other people, my hunger will go away. That's not so. And your emotions work the same way. You know, if I, if I have to address something and I have some emotional state, just ignoring it and just focusing on other people's problems is not going to make it go away. If you're angry, it's not like focus on other people's problems is going to make you not have anger issues. Deal with your anger issues. Um, and White, who, who is all about wanting orderly things, is just asking people to do something that's inherently unorderly, that's inherently leads... To, I mean, who's, who's the chaotic one? The one saying, listen to and address your feelings? Or one that's saying, just ignore them and think of other people and, yeah, 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 it'll go away. No, it won't go away. Your feelings will not go away. Your desires will not go away. And what's best for those around you is to be in touch with what you want. Anyway, well, like, anyway, white, white to me is all about... And the other thing white does is white makes these rules as if somehow the rules will make things better. And mostly what the rules do is not let you be able to do the things you need to do to make yourself happy. So, like, one of my, one of my pet peeves is a rule that serves no real purpose. Like, why? I mean, I mean I'm, not, I'm not anti-rules. I'm not super pro-rules. But, uh, I mean, I do believe in guidelines. How, how about that? I believe in guidelines. I believe saying most of the time this is true. But any sort of thing that doesn't understand that there are exceptions... Anything that sort of says, no matter what will happen, this will be right all the time, is just crazy. You know, like, part of when you talk about me being spontaneous is me accepting the idea that you need to analyze your problems on the fly and be willing to accept that there's no singular answer. That what worked last time doesn't necessarily work this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, the idea that, like, Oh, well, I have this job, and I did this job once. You know, I'm a fireman, and I put out fires. Well, last time, we put out the fire this way. Well, maybe I'm going somewhere where the fire's a little bit different. Maybe I can't put it out that way. Maybe what worked last time won't work here. And so, you know, the, the idea, I mean, one of my big, big problems with white is white is completely inflexible. You know, white wants a system where, well, the same thing will always work, but the same thing won't always work. Like, we just, we just know that. Like, like the things I'm saying are not I'm, not, I'm not making them up. Look at science. Just look, I mean, science has proven, um, I mean, psychology and, and whatever science you want to look at, in that systems can change, systems can vary, and especially human psychology, that what worked one time doesn't necessarily work the next time. Sometimes, for example, you know, if you're in a rut, you're like, no, I tried that, it didn't work, I need something different. And this idea of white that you never try anything different and that you, that, you know, and, and not only, and here's the other thing that I guess really bugs me about white is not only am I making a rule for myself, I'm making a rule for everybody. Well, look, if you need some rule for yourself, whatever, make your own guidelines. I don't care, but don't force them on me. You know what I'm saying? If you need something so it works for you, like that's a big problem I have with white in general is this idea that I have a problem. So to address my problem, I will limit what you can do. Well, hey, 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 setting up, you know, like, 
Deal with your problem the way you want to deal with it. Let me deal with the problem I want to do with it. Why you're dictating how I have to deal with my problem, I have huge problems with that. Like I, I'm big on freedoms in general. Um, and the, the reason I'm big on freedom is I want you to be able to address your needs the way you need to address them. I want you to say, okay, I understand my situation and my situation might be different from other people's situation. Here's, here's how to address it. Here's how I need to address it. And then I have enough freedom and flexibility that I can address it that way. Okay, let's get to blue. So blue, uh, all about information, is really about repression. Because, um, like I'm saying, there's this font of information, um, or font, font of, font of information within. You have all these messages. Your body's giving messages. Your mind's giving you messages. And blue, who's all about information and perfection and, and making things the best they can be, just ignores it. Oh, don't, don't follow your impulses, a.k.a. what you're feeling, and don't, you know, don't follow your physiology, you know, your body and what it needs, what you're, what, you know, what you're feeling mentally and what you're feeling physically. Just ignore that stuff. And instead, focus outward, you know. Like, blue, blue, blue is in denial. Blue really wants to believe that somehow there's not internal things you need to address with. Like, this whole idea that I can be anything. Well, maybe you can, I mean, I'm not saying you can't be things, but you got to address who you are. You got to address, you know what I'm saying? Like, the idea that I just, I can ignore any quality of mine I want and just, like, study it away. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not anti-change. I'm not saying you can't change things. Um... But I am saying this idea that just like, I can just snap my fingers and make any problem go away. You know, I mean, both blue and white are very much into sort of saying, instead of acknowledging what is, instead of looking and and looking within and understanding the problems I'm dealing with, I'm just going to ignore them. I'm just going to say, you know, put my fingers in my ears and go, la, 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 and, and not address them. And somehow, I mean, white thinks that makes things more orderly, although, okay, you're not like, things are going to come out. The idea that you just suppress the mess is going to come out. And then Blue has this whole idea of, I seek knowledge, but I'm not even going to listen to myself. I'm not even going to take the information coming from within and, and, and deal with that. Um, you know what I'm saying? And, like, Blue plays me as the ignorant one, the ignorant and impulsive one, and White plays me as the uncaring, chaotic one, when the reality is I care more than White, and I'm less chaotic than White. And Blue, I, I pay more attention than Blue does... And, I, you know, one of the things, the, the, the way that Blue loves portraying me as if I, I never, ever think long-term. I'm just the short-term thinker. And the reality is, are I not thinking long-term? Like, think, think of it this way. I have an issue, an unresolved issue. I'm mad about something, whatever it is. Okay, I could work within figure out what's dealing with me, address that thing, come to terms with it so that I can let it go, or I can ignore it, ignore it, ignore it until it pops out at a, at a, at a bad time. Okay, of those two things, which one is thinking ahead and which one is not thinking ahead? You know, this idea that I never think ahead, I am thinking ahead, I'm just addressing, addressing within first. That's not not thinking ahead. You know what I'm saying? That, that is saying hey, if I have issues, I got to deal with those issues. You know, not dealing with them, that's, that's not the long-term answer. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I have anger issues. Well, I'll bottle them up. That can't possibly cause me problems if I just don't address them. 
know what I'm saying? And, I mean, that that's the big thing, that, that the... I mean, I, I'm sure this is true of all the colors to a certain extent, but um, I think a lot of times, sadly, um, you tend to be thought of by others by how your enemies want to portray you. And blue and white, just because they don't want to deal with their issues, that, you know, like, is life more orderly if you forget that you are a creature of emotions and physiology? Yeah, sure, yeah, probably easier to deal with. But that doesn't make it so. That doesn't make it true. You know what I'm saying? Like, denial and repression, somehow, like, that's the answer. Like, the answer is, well, I can be anything I want to be as long as I don't think about this. You know what I'm saying? Don't you see the hypocrisy there? Um, I mean, that's the thing I find so funny is, like, white is like, I'm, I'm looking out for the greater good, but uh, I'll just repress things. Like, why do you think horrible incidents happen? Because people have been repressing things and they haven't been addressed. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, that's what I, I find odd is that people want to sort of put labels on me and they don't even think through the labels. It's just like, well, it's easier to treat me as if I'm just some wild, you know, wild color that just doesn't care about anything. Um, anyway, the... Do I care about others? Of course I care about others. Do I care about long-term? Yes, I want to be at peace. I want to be happy. Like, I, I, this idea that, like, I somehow just ignore things, I'm the one that least ignores things. In fact, I'm the one that kind of gets to the root of the problem and understands the problem. I'm the one that actually wants the information about what comes from within. I'm the one that wants, to, that acknowledges, also, also, this idea that everything is neat and tidy, that you can tie up the whole world with a couple rules, or that you can just learn things, and that's going to address everything. I mean, that's, that's kind of the funny thing, is that, that both white and blue are just naive. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they like, to, they like to portray me as the dumb one, and they're the naive ones that are like, oh, well, this will work out if I just suppress things. That's, that's not the case. It's not how it works. So, anyway, mostly what I want to say today to you is that um, I think the people who want to sort of, I don't know, sort of put me in a bad light really ignore what it is I actually care about. They, they, they sort of give me straw men to care about, you know. And it is... It, it, anyway, I, I it is very funny that when I sort of... Um, when I listen to my enemies kind of portray me, that they do it in the most simplistic ways, there's no nuance, like blue, the color that's so smart and understands everything, you know, blue sort of portrays me so simplistically with such lack of depth, and white, the color all about order and and doing the right thing, just glosses over needs of the individual and, and freedoms as if like people don't need those. So anyway, anyway, so that, that is my point today is that what I represent is not a bad thing. It is actually the healthy thing. It is actually like, go, go study psychology. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that, look, if you want to be well adjusted, you have to first address yourself. You have to look within, you have to be self-aware, you, and, and you have to take the steps that are necessary to make sure that you are at peace with what you need. 
And I, others will portray that in whatever light they want, but that's not fundamentally a bad thing. Anyway, um, I'm now, uh, we're now at work, so I'm going to hand this over back to Mark. But I hope today's been informative. Uh, like I said, I, I'm not dumb, and I'm not not thinking things through. Okay, back to you, Mark. Thanks, Red. That was really interesting. Okay, guys, I'm at work, so we all know what that means. This is the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. I'll see you guys next time.